0: <compe Além> <laughs> <accordingly pairs>
1: Just take my hand. But but you switch songs from the first the yeah.
2: time. Never mind. They don't know about that. That's the fact an alternate that restart. <laughs> yeah. What's the song name?
1: Bob <laughs> Bob. <Well>, you need <laughs> to know That's the song.
2: name AA--- Ba bra- ba bra- ba Bob 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 what is
1: Bob 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 Think is Joe it? goes to the beach. Yeah, by the Beastie Boys. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm not supposed to say the song name. Well, you, you are. What is oh, it? Oh, Barbaran. Yeah. Barbara Beastie Boys. Okay, That's what all right.
3: I, said. All right. Yeah. I thought you said something like Barbarossa or something. I couldn't hear it. Either way, Ooh, how's it going everybody? You, you are watching and listening to the Command Zone Wait, podcast. do you not know
1: the song, Bob Ram. I
3: do know it, but I didn't know the you're name like a, of you're it.
1: You're like musically talented. It's, it's all the words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the
3: person berating me on the podcast right now is one of our oldest friends. We have a very special episode. Oh, but by the way, hi, I'm Jimmy Wong. Oh, how's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. And yep, our guest is somebody who...
2: We talk about every single episode of the show, but he hasn't been on in a long time. It's Alex Kessler from the Masters of Modern. Our sister podcast. And Alex is actually one of the two people that is responsible for us being here at all today because Alex and and Craig, who's been on the show many times and Game Nights and whatnot. Oh, Alex, you've been on Game Nights too. I have. Um, That was, I think, the last time we've
1: all been in the same.
2: Yeah. They're the ones that got us into Commander. So
3: True. Very true. Thank you. You're
2: welcome. Oh, I appreciate it. It's like everyone, everyone out there. Commander parents. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
3: just like a good commander parent, it is time for Commander Christmas.
1: Woo! Did you bring us gifts? No, I'm disappointed in you for not knowing Barbaran.
3: I did know. I didn't know the <laughs> so, name of the song. Let I was it go, singing guys. it with I was like, wait,
2: did I not? Was Barbaran not what it, it is? It like, I, I, I thought. Was it just, I was th-
3: I just didn't know what you were saying
1: when <laughs> you said I thought Jimmy,
2: it. it was a different name of the song, and Jimmy was like, no, that's not the name you need to come with. So I was thinking like,
1: what else could it be called? Well, I have a question. How do you guys feel about the August product release versus the November product release? They did Since it for a reason this year, right? A specific reason? Because uh, 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 Iconic Masters Iconic is Masters, coming out right. in November, and they maybe want to try a different spin on the the fall the, the thing, fall release schedule
3: the thing is i mean do a lot of people buy the commander 2017 the commander yearly product and go and then play with their friends at their houses over christmas and the like the sort of holiday break is that sort of why it's effective because for me i really don't care the earlier sweet let's go for it
1: for me it was kind of always these were maybe the best magic the gathering christmas gift i could ever ask for i agree and, with that and because like Telling my parents, or especially when I was younger, buy me a magic product for Christmas. I would get like an intro pack or, mm-hmm. or like something that I really didn't want. And They're this like, was like, sleeves, oh, this is right? like a out of the box, easy to see. They promote it during Christmas, so you and know it's what one product that's priced about the right amount uh, for a, yeah. yeah, right, exactly. And it, there's good stuff in it. I want one of these, and I'd even right. take like a second one if someone gave it to me. So like that's kind of where I was at on it. I think. Part of the reason was also that last year we had such draft format fatigue during the summer where we went through mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. like too eternal formats, masters yeah. into Eldritch Moon, into Conspiracy, into Kaladesh that like they wanted to mix that kind of spread that out.
2: Yeah, uh, oh, okay. it's interesting. They- we'll see. I hope it doesn't affect it. I think the format's gotten so big now that it'll probably be fine either way. It used to be in the summer. That was like the first two sets, right? Yeah. Yeah. For summer releases. Yeah. So, like, yes. but the format was way smaller sure. than it was now. I mean, the last three years, Commander's gotten, it's arguably the most uh, popular, popular format. format, right? Yeah. Yeah. Time is so. limited, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, because Standard is, have had a rough, a rough two years. Yeah. Had a rough couple years. You know, Modern Legacy, very expensive. So, yeah, there's been a lot of polls online that suggest the Commander's like right up there. So, well, mm-hmm. we'll see how it does. um Speaking of the product and wanting to get it, if you do want to order it, you should definitely go. And visit our sponsor, which is cardkingdom.com slash command zone. If you use that affiliate link, you can be pre-ordering this stuff right now, and you can be getting it basically as soon as it comes out. Card Kingdom ships super, super fast, so it's probably the best place to go online to order it so that you can have it like right away.
3: Not only that, if you look in front of us, there's a ton of awesome Ultra Pro product, who is the other sponsor of this show. There are custom deck boxes that fit 100 sleeves uh, for every single one of the new Commander products, which is really cool. Um, it's got the art right in front. Ultra Pro is always very timely with this stuff. Every single time a new set comes out, anything new. I mean, in fact, they just announced that for Hazcon, they're releasing a limited edition playmats of the Hazcon uh, exclusives. Like mm-hmm. the Grimlock yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And the dinosaur and all that stuff. If you
2: watch Game Nights, you saw we had the new Playmats. With all of the commanders on it, so you can sort of theme. If you get, you know, the Ur Dragon yeah. deck, you can get the Ur Dragon deck box. You can get the Ur Dragon play mat. It makes it very aesthetically pleasing when you're sitting with down the and sleeves.
3: Or you could tilt everyone by using the Ur Dragon play mat, but playing the Kess deck and using a different sleeve and combining them all into the same thing and see if anyone really gets upset because nothing matches. That's, that's, I would. Yeah. That's something that Kessler would definitely do. Trying
2: to, like get in your head. Or well, just, yeah, you play. Well, you, play you turn all your cards sleeves. upside down as it
1: is and not yeah. on purpose. It's just, seems like it seems like I don't have – you play with <laughs> the red mat, the red sleeves, the red shirt, and then you come in with, like, straight blue-white control. And oh they're gosh. like, oh, I just want to aside here.
2: In our playgroup, you know how it, sometimes you shuffle your deck and you mess up and some of the cards are upside down and some are right-side up? And it's like you draw your opening seven and you're like, What's ever oh, I want to just destroy myself because it's so – like." <laughs> we, in our playgroup, we call that – we say, oh, man, my deck got kessler
3: yeah, that's, how, Kessler, that's what we yeah. call it. Yeah. Who
2: Kessler'd my deck?
3: Alex is notorious for just not
1: really not caring, caring what direction cards are flipped. I'm I'm ambidextrous in the direction I can read cards. <laughs> That's not <laughs> I have the, the right word. way to use it. Hey, I'm the Kessler last ambidextrous. The... Ke- yeah, you're Kesler Kess Kesle. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> Kesslexic. I'm going. Yeah. No, yeah, actually, Kesslexic <laughs> might be good. It's potentially a little offensive. Anyway, the final way you can support the show is directly through Patreon.com/Commands, and we actually shout out a Patreon person every single week. And that person today is Travis, Travis Drake. Drake, a two-two flower for three. Travis. You rock. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> all right. So what we are doing today because of Commander 2017 is we wanted you all to have a head start on the game and to be able to jump right into it with a deck that's going to kick butt and is designed one around one of the new commanders. Because obviously in every single one of these decks, we have three brand new commanders. They're all really exciting. And Kessler, it's only fitting that we bring you in <laughs> to talk about the card named after you as far as I can, can tell.
1: Yeah, so this card's awesome. Uh, when I saw it, so I, I was I got to spoil this on Twitter uh, for Wizards, and it was when they when they sent me the card, I, I verbally squealed out loud <laughs> uh, in the airport <laughs> that I nice. was getting on an airplane for. Uh, so people looked at me like I was a crazy person. But uh, this card's awesome. It's Snapcaster Mage Every Turn, and it's named after me. It's yeah. my name. Yeah, so, do you pe- want to read it? Yeah, so Kess, Descendant Mage. Dissident. Uh, Dissident. Dissident Mage. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, you got to get it Mage. all right if it's named after uh, you. Come on. Legendary creature, Human Wizard, uh, which is important because it's in the wizard deck. Uh, it's one color, a blue, a black, and a red. Flying. During each of your turns, you may cast an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard. If a card cast this way would be put into your graveyard this turn, exiled instead. It is a
2: 3-4. And um, it's flying.
1: And it's flying. It does have flying. Uh, three, a 3-4 three, flyer for four is actually pretty, yeah, pretty
2: decent yeah, stats yeah. on something that, I'll listen, I you, mean, don't, you don't care about that part. But it's, no, 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 it's yeah, I, want,
1: it. I want the, the Snapcaster Mage every turn.
2: I mean, this is, we called it the Caridor for spells. Yes. It's slightly different, obviously, because it exiles after you use it, whereas Caridor doesn't. And there's Caridor no
3: doesn't. cost reduction either. We'll care,
2: yeah, yeah, on, on the card, on right. The card, but yeah. the, I think the strategy immediately that comes to mind
1: is similar, right? All spells, just yeah. all spells all the time. Get spells in your graveyard with cycling effects, maybe or other things. Take extra turns because then you get to do it more. Right, because you only get to
2: cast a card from your graveyard Once every turn. turn so, so if you so. take
1: a bunch of extra turns, then you get extra times to cast stuff out of your graveyard. Oh. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's sweet. I mean, yeah, Do you, when you
2: see this effect, this card, on a power level scale, do you put it like right up
1: there or is it medium? Like, What are you thinking? The card seems really high power level. I mean, Snapcaster Mage is one of, if not the best blue creature ever printed and possibly on the top ten best non power nine spells ever printed in the history. i put I
3: put the baby Jace up there. It's just starting that baby Jace, Kid Jace up there is, is very Jace, close to it. But it's yeah. not as good yeah. as Snappy.
1: Snappy's Vrin, is, if I was doing a top ten blue creatures list, Vryn's Prodigy would probably make it on there. Right. But um, not about Snapcash. Like Snapdash is probably number one I mean, I mean having you know, flat I think it's yeah. one I think it is For one. For blue?
3: Like what's the better blue creature? Clearly.
2: Delver
1: is maybe up
3: there, uh, but it's not better. Snapcast I mean, it depends on what vacuum you're looking at. in. Yeah, but yeah, Snapcast are definitely very powerful.
1: Snapcaster Mage has been the defining card of the format it's in and every format it's ever been legal in. Except for Commander. And, but even Commander, ah. it's played. Ah. It's good. It's, yeah, good. Yeah, it's yeah. Just not defining. Just yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, <laughs> fair. Not to bits <laughs> We could add uh, wow. 50 <laughs> minutes later. All right, you so know, how's the deck when, work? When I see this card, when I see Kes, I think this can definitely be, like, maybe not tier one, but, like, one of the more powerful decks. Because this is the yeah. type of effect that we've seen over and over,
3: you know, playing stuff out of your graveyard. Like, those are some of the better decks in the format. Yeah, you not know? to mention it's kind of you know, the fact that it repeats. It's not like you have to cast an Archaeomancer and buy this card back and then, you know, cast it. You just, you get it every turn regardless after you cast Cast.
2: Now, I feel like they did try to make the card a little bit more fair by adding that exile clause.
1: Yes, though there's ways around it. Uh, buyback in general is really good with casts because the, it, it's, it doesn't say exile that card after casting it is if it would be put into your graveyard this turn, oh, exile it instead. Wow. So every buy, buyback spell brings it back. So that's, that's definitely like started oh, with, you know, like T-ball. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. Lobbed it. Good job. Good job.
3: Good job, team.
1: <laughs> like a, over. Yeah, uh, what's the basketball <laughs> it's one? It's less good when we've all been for so
2: yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah, that is a really interesting interaction. Um,
1: well, we'll get into that in a minute here. But yeah, I mean, they definitely. But that's how Snapcaster Mage works, and 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 that's why I first started this, being like, okay, let me pump a bunch of big effects into the deck, and I slowly whittled those down as I realized, as every good commander deck builder right. does, <laughs> yeah. To mm-hmm. so like, oh, I probably want a bunch of low or closer to the low CMC side, um, and then tried then focusing more on what benefits for me casting spells from my graveyard. So,
2: as a general plan, without getting real specific, what's what do you you know what was the plan that you built into the deck?
1: So I like started with. The first thing I did was put every take extra turn effect into the into the deck because that was just the first thing that popped out of me. Is like, right. oh, if I get extra turns, I can keep taking them. And I can just um, keep hitting someone for three in the air yeah, over and over. And once I get the ten man, I can cast Time Warp <laughs> twice in one turn. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, the real thing is that just generally, I started focusing. Like I put the new nickel, like every nickel bullet in here originally because like, ooh, Grixis. I get to finally make a Grixis commander deck. Because so people don't who don't know this. Uh, Every commander deck I currently have, for the most part, is specifically focused on two-color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the first card that's been printed that's really... Now I'm committed to now just kind of... I'm going to make every color combination, it looks like. You would be. Because I'm that if he starts one, that's probably why he hasn't started before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm eventually just going to have a, to, like... Yeah, you're a
2: completionist. Yeah, it's yeah. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's why, like, I'm, like, slowly just trying to own every modern staple in the format. Because like, you need all the Yeah, names. and yeah. I just got into Star Wars Destiny uh, after Jimmy recommended it, which is another card game, and, like... Uh, it's expensive. I keep I need to stop. Okay, <laughs> um, uh, but, but you, so you started with a bunch of extra turn effects, and then and then I that start, morphed, and then that morphed I was like, okay, what are really good things? And then I started focusing on what things benefit me from casting stuff out of the graveyard. So I started mm-hmm. with Burning Vengeance. I think is what it's called. The enchantment for three that whenever you cast a spell from your graveyard, yep. do two yes. damage. It's The build around um, me from from Eternal Masters or, and Innistrad, yeah, uh, yeah. and. Yep. and, and 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 that didn't actually make the final cut though the blue it's and, just not the blue enough damage version, in commander, right. it doesn't do a whole yeah, lot right. especially um, when you can if you could string together but she says you can only cast one, one. spell from your graveyard yeah. and right. the
3: rest yeah. of your deck has to be built around the two
1: and they like actively did include a lot of flashback because she lets you do it I do have a bunch of the the snapcaster major effects just because I felt like sometimes she's gonna get killed enough that I'm never gonna cast it and I'm unsure how scary she is like when I build a commander deck if yeah. my commander is easy to kill. Especially one of the new ones, like, if my deck is too reliant on it and it ends up being a Zur esque problem commander, then my A lot of your deck has to, to be
2: dedicated it. to protecting it, but you don't know how much to put into
1: protecting it. Correct. Right so, now. like, yeah. I don't know right. where it's at, so I, I very much built the deck a little bit to not rely completely on her existing. I feel um, like new
2: commanders don't tend to get targeted early very early on, right. yeah, people yeah. Oh, don't know yet. Yeah, they don't sure. understand it. Yeah. People
1: don't know yet
2: how good it is, and they'll sort of even year one. They'll sometimes. sort of yeah. yeah. They'll sort of default to like, well, let me see how bad it is before I uh, I right. know that Rafik is bad or I know that whatever's bad. Right. There's and,
1: some like Niv Mizzet was not Niv Mizzet. Uh, Niv Mizzix or Mizzix was was a was a, yeah. was a card that like you only have to see printed, it get played like, one oh, time. Oh, and I'm you're good. Like, this thing yeah. needs to die. And then like Leovold was like. Pretty immediately, like, yeah. oh, this thing has to die, or we all lose the game immediately. Yeah, yeah. Thrasios,
3: um, I think, has not gotten there yet. I think you should Thrasios kill is Thrasios. a little bit more of a slow burn. I know, but you still but you gotta, gotta get it, it out. You gotta yeah, get yeah, it yeah, out. Really there yeah. yeah, you just gotta kill as yeah. fast as possible. So, okay, let's talk
2: about. This is something we like to do really quickly. Um, so, I did a statistical breakdown of your deck. You mean Oh, you sorry, did I did a stats. That's our
1: segment. Is there like is there stuff that'll pop up? Nope. Everything you saw is exactly what I wanted. I mean okay. maybe like okay. something will come up and say stats back. at the bottom. Yeah. If you watch but... the show you would know what, I know. what I'm to just, do there. Just so so <laughs> behind on the lingo. Yeah. You guys have advanced a lot in the, in the time that we know, been. yeah. Like look <laughs> at like, where like, you yeah. are. There's a moving camera, there's three
3: of them. Like you guys actually move you guys your like, arms like, like yeah. a level
1: up card. You got like, you know, first round was like add two Green Man, we'll start doing videos. Now you got all these cameras. There's a camera that's moving around places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are great.
3: And then we added you and yeah. it's perfect now. Yeah. This is we I should mention that the reason that you specifically are here and the reason that we're doing this is because you are one of the best deck builders we know oh, so thank you we wanted to give that. you an opportunity to also you know have the audience see someone that really knows what they're doing with deck building and have a good idea of how they might approach something like this so you're saying
1: all your other guests don't know how to build decks is that I'm the best I've won the championship Well, no, they're, no. Just <laughs> not as, they're just not as good we're oh, saying man. we were way too busy to do it ourselves read <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right between the lines
2: all right into the stats portion so a quick breakdown and again uh, Alex's deck list will be Uh, in the show notes, so if you want to check out the full deck list, you can, but we're going to break down the stats. As always, we like to start with the two pillars, card draw and mana ramp. There's about nine uh, mana ramp spells, so you're right on line with what we usually like to say around ten. There's some interesting stuff, and I really like it, like rituals, which we'll get into later, which I did count and would not normally necessarily count in this category, but in this deck, you're onto something that's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, Ten card draw spells, right on the button, I like it. Um, it's so about five single target removal spells and six board wipes. So you can tell that I think our roots are in the same place as Alex's as far as how we build decks. Cause these are the numbers we're like always talking about hitting. So, and you know, we didn't talk about this with him. We were just like, build the deck. But Alex is basically, like, right in line with exactly the amount, mm-hmm. amount of stuff we normally do. We're proud of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. I, th- <laughs> I, I, I had, it had no g- idea that these Yeah, it exist. gave me yeah. goosebumps when I broke it down because I was like, man, we obviously come from the same place. So. Goosebumps? Yeah, ah, wow. diggity. I, there's ah, diggity. There's a
1: really good meme of talking about where goosebumps come from. Uh, and there are really thousands of little mini-goose inside of your skin that <laughs> when it gets cold, they want to go south for winter and try escaping. And then they pop... Science. It's true because they're not down to my legs. My legs did not get any You're a deck
3: builder, not a scientist. <laughs> Moving on, there are six board wipes in here, which sounds perfectly right. Yeah. And uh, here's it's the low end, for me, and, actually, but yeah, right. Here are the two that that really show what this deck is about. There are six total creatures. Six creatures in the entire deck. So
2: yeah. it's it's the most Alex Kessler thing ever, too.
1: Uh I like creatures. I just don't you like, just like the combat with that. stuff. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What are they, what are they yeah. really doing? Exactly.
3: Well, I mean, you do have a Geist deck that.
1: <laughs> well, he attacks. But, but everything nothing else, is not else a creature, does yeah.
3: <laughs> and here's the, the big one. one. <laughs> Instants and sorceries. There are forty three <laughs> of them in the
2: deck. Forty three. I think in the commander deck building template we said that when a deck cared about a thing, there would usually be around thirty five or so of that thing. And this is pretty close to that. I mean, you know, it's it's a little more it's a little heavy, but again, we know Kes the Kes as a card says the word instant and sorcery on it. It does. Yeah. It does so the fact that there's a ton of them isn't surprising, but it's it's pretty interesting to see only six creatures, which I, I dig.
3: And the deck hasn't been goldfished yet, so that number may go down or up depending on. You know, oh, it's been gold. I works.
1: have my the, the app I use is uh lets you goldfish things. So I've goldfished it a lot. We only have, talk I've about one app played. on this show,
3: Alex. The Life Linker app,
0: of course. Yeah, oh, man, the, does the, I have
1: I, I have the super super <laughs> omega version that lets you. I was sure you were gonna be. What app is that? that. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> no, the I'm one good. with commander damage. <laughs> so, oh yeah, there's way ahead. I'm I'm like I live. Technically, in 2020, Uh, Star Wars uh, 9 was really good, guys. Get ready. Thank goodness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good to hear. I'm excited about Star Wars 9. All right. Let's talk about key cards in the deck.
2: Um, Obviously, as usual, we can't talk about every card, but we're going to talk about some key stuff. I think there's some really interesting stuff in here. I want to start with what I alluded to earlier, which are the rituals. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Dark Ritual, there's mana geyser in there. We call a ritual card any time that's sort of a one-time infusion of mana. So Dark Ritual is the most classic, which is why we call them rituals. It's one black mana, and it just puts three black mana into your mana pool. Yep. And... Normally not a card in Commander that I would say. In competitive decks, you might run it because you're going to combo off and you want to do that as early as possible. Right. But in your average like kitchen table, most of us more casual setting, dark rituals, just too low impact or the value is low because it is card disadvantage, right? You use a card. Mm-hmm. You don't get a card out of it. You get a tempo advantage out of it. Uh, you get to do something before you would. So why is our rituals good in this deck where they might not be played in others
1: well so it's kind of i went through three different versions of where i took the deck i started with just good stuff i then went to like or I didn't start there. I like start with extra turns. I went to like nickel bolus cards because Grixis is cool. And then, which we kind of, and then I like got really heavy into artifacts. And then I got a little into Storm and then kind of eventually found my way here. Rituals,
2: mm. uh, yeah, are historically really good in Storm because right. again, it's kind of like comboing. You want to cast
1: as many things as, uh, yeah. as spe- and, uh, and these. There's let a you spell razier. and they give
2: you mana to cast more spells, right. so it works yeah. for Storm. But this is not um, a Storm deck.
1: No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing I noticed when playing with them, and I cut down I, at one point, I had like six rituals in the deck, uh, <laughs> was that they, with Kess in play, very quickly let you ramp up. And also on turn five, you can cast Kess, then cast Dark Ritual, and then kind of chain into... You can
2: use the ma- mana from the Dark Ritual to right. recast that Dark Ritual from your graveyard. Right. So one Dark Ritual can give you five mana. That's right. the one spell you get to cast from your graveyard that turn, but that's...
1: But at the turn you're casting, That's like cast, Black like, Lotus power yeah, yeah. level right there. Like- <laughs> that's a lot of <laughs> mana, five for mana. mana for one yeah. mana. for one mana. So yeah. Like, when I was starting looking at that, I was like, oh, rituals can be really good. I don't think you want too many of them because the reason they're bad in Commander is that they just... If you ever get four time of them in normally. your hand or something, too, it's, it sucks. Yeah, it's yeah, like, not doing anything. Yeah, Unless yeah. your commander specifically does good things with Storm, which is why like I have Aegis built, and it's a totally a Storm deck that I have to troll people that are not nice to me at commander games. Aegis <laughs> um, is and, really scary. Yeah, and like, the point geez. is, like, if you connect with Idris and you have a Ritual in your hand, they're insane cards. But that's because they have Cascade, which is why there's no actual Ritual with Cascade attached to it. Uh, but in this deck, being able to get that high is really strong. And sacrificing some of the artifact stuff to raise your spell count, because there's a lot of other cards in the deck that trigger off a spell, spell effects anyways, mm-hmm. made more sense. It leaned a little bit more into what the deck was trying to do.
2: Very cool. Um, there's a card in here that's from, I believe it was Commander Product last year. Is that correct? Yes. Um, the series that has basic
3: land cycling on it.
2: Right. Yes. And this is an interesting include, um, but it, it totally makes sense. And it's Ancient Excavation. And both of you are
3: looking for it on your screen right now. But I, I got know. it. Go ahead. You go. It's an instant. Two, a blue and a black for... Uh, instant draw cards equals to the number of cards in your hand then discard a card for each card drawn this way basic land cycling you can pay two mana to go find a basic land uh very interesting card because it's a wheel type effect it's a wheel type effect um, but it's just you it's not everybody and you get to choose which cards you discard right
1: well there's like in the phases of going through this deck there was one point i had like six different wheel effects and i cut them down uh like had all the creature ones i had the dragon one that i love but in different decks um And this one was the one that kind of ended up being the perfect card because this deck has problems in the sense that it's three colors. So Mm -hmm. getting that third color you need is important. Uh, On top of that, what it's doing is perfect. And being able to do that from your graveyard late game where you're cycling through your deck, you're putting a bunch of spells that you can now cast with your commander in the graveyard while being able to cycle this and then cast it from your graveyard. So it's kind of like this perfect. And you mentioned before cycling is going to be a version of this deck that is out there. I don't know if it's the top end of that power level, but it's definitely a fun thing you can do with it, and it's something to focus on when looking at important cards that kind of work with the commander.
3: Gives you a lot of options, too. If you have Ancient Excavation in your opening hand, you're like, man, I hope I draw one more, two more lands in my next turn, and you don't get it, you have the option at the
1: very least. I I think, other than top-decking this card... Early game, I would almost basically land cycle this every almost time. Almost every can, time, yeah. Yeah,
2: anything with cycling that's an instant sorcery in this deck, you can just cycle with no regard because right. you can still cast it later. Yeah. So. Unless yeah. I'm, like, And there's hit. a ton of ways to get it back, you know, oh yeah. otherwise. So it's not even
1: like you have to use cast necessarily. Um, yeah, I like that card a lot. Both, both cycling and buyback ended up being the more exciting half of what this deck can do. Right. Uh, like, to the extent that the other card that, like, On the extra turn game plan, there's one that has cycling. I think it's Walk the Aeons. Mm -hmm. You can sacrifice three islands. Like, there is a- With buyback, yeah. With buyback, which is like a huge cost. And like, this deck probably can't even accomplish that very easily. I don't think I have that many islands in the deck. But there's a version of this commander where you maybe want to lean into that and like, play Crucible Worlds and like, get that kind of going, because that's really strong.
2: Yeah, let's Mm -hmm. talk about the buyback thing. We touched on it earlier. Um, I, I capsize should be on here, and I must have just missed it when I was putting it into the notes. But capsize is one of the key cards that you mentioned, right? And, then uh, and it can just is the other stand one. in for and forbid. And yeah, another one. You can just stand in for any buyback card that you've got in the deck, right? Because uh, as you said earlier, if it's in the graveyard, Kess would normally exile it when you cast it because it's going to go back in the graveyard. But if you pay the buyback cost, now all of a sudden it's actually going back into your hand, and you're not losing the card to right. exile like you normally would.
1: Right. Forbid specifically is one that's insane yeah. because. Once you again, want the, you want to Yeah, getting stuff yeah. in your graveyard oh, gosh, is really yeah. good. And the fact that if this gets in your graveyard somehow, you can always just bring it back to your hand. Oh, that effort. is kind of like, brutal. It does like a the, the thing with Forbid that's different it's, is it can
2: only use it on your turn right. with yeah. tests, and therefore counting stuff on your turn is still good, but not not even close to it as good as counting right. other people's turns. Yeah, well, and yeah. if
1: you look at it like my counter spell number is really low in this deck. Forbid is one because it and a lot of it is more can this be used to protect my commander in some ways, or what's the value of doing it on my turn? But, like, if you're the person before the blue player or the other blue player, and you have forbidden your deck, it's great because... They just can't counter they you can't. On, yeah. they, they no longer get to use your turn as their end of turn. I'm going to flash stuff in. They have to wait till the person before you, which gives you a lot of options.
2: I actually really like that about your deck that it was low counterspell, and Kess kind of forces that. And, again, we're saying this because Kess says... during each of your turns. So you can't, during Jimmy's turn, use Cass's ability to cast something out of your graveyard. And so it does sort of create a blue spells deck that actually can't rely on counter spells, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think they've found a way to do that before. So this could be a deck that's very good and still playable in maybe your more casual circles, where we hear a lot right. of people complaining uh, just about really heavy control counterspell decks, and and I, I don't think that's necessarily no. a good way to build this. Yeah, deck. and
1: and like I, I built it more in the kind of the mid rangey blue decks that modern is filled with these, where counter spells aren't that good in modern, so people don't rely on them as much, and this this kind of feels like that where it's a tap out Grixis deck almost.
3: Well, let's talk about the most redundant effect in the deck, which is take more turns. You've got Time Warp, you have Walk the Aeons, you have Temporal Mastery, Temporal Manipulation. You're taking a lot of turns with this deck
1: because you can cast these cards twice. Yeah. (laughs) Taking extra turns effects are probably always broken, and that's like the one side of this deck that probably after playing it a couple times against people is the one I would like for social reasons cut, because like, like I basically at this point just don't want to play against a Narset player ever again, Mm -hmm. even if you don't have extra turn effects in your deck, like like I don't I know. Like that. I always <laughs> say,
2: I will look through your deck and check it to make sure there's no extra turn effects after I kill you. <laughs> but I'm not taking your yeah, word for that's it. it's a good line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, like you could be lying to me, and like I or you I, could
2: not think it's not very many, but f- five three, still a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're not that many. And yeah. like
1: the one thing I did make sure to focus on is, uh, I think there's only temporal mastery is the only. Um, take an extra turn effect that exiles it after you cast it. Right. And that's because Temple Mastery is, like, dumb. <laughs> and yeah, you want to discard that if it's it, in your it's hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other ones are all the ones that you can kind of get multiple repeats out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's definitely the reason that I don't have some of the crazier ones. I also don't have the one that lets you take two extra turns. It's so expensive.
3: Ten mana, yeah. Um,
1: and, and it was in the deck when it was more artifact heavy. I had, like, all three Signets. I had, like, five other mana ramp spells. It was almost at 20 ramp spells at that point and had wow. more of an artifact bend pulled that back because it just wasn't doing anything with the commander and, and yeah when i would do gold fishing it would just kind of flood out mm.
2: um i like this next cycle increasing ambition and increasing vengeance so the you said you took out a lot of the flashback spells obviously these both have like a rider clause that says if you cast them from the graveyard yes
1: it's they not do something flashback,
2: and yes. you can cast them for their original cost rather than flashback costs and both of these because of well, let's read one. You'll understand why. So Seekers
1: of the Dead is... No, 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 Increasing
2: oh. Ambition.
3: It's a four and a black sorcery. Search your library for a card and put that card into your hand. If Increasing Ambition was cast from a graveyard, instead search your library for two cards and put those cards in your hand. Then shuffle your library. So it has flashbacks, so you can play seven and a black if you don't have casts out. However, for four and a black, if you're able to tutor up two cards with this, holy moly, that's... Pretty good. That's one mana more than Demonic Tutor, Yeah, two of them. I mean, it's basically balanced
2: so that you pay five mana, you get one card, and then you pay seven mana from your graveyard to get two. To get two, But you break it by, like, getting it into your graveyard somehow, maybe without even casting it, and then paying five because it casts, you don't have to pay the flashback cost, and getting yeah. two cards. Right. That, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Seems pretty nuts. It's,
1: this deck can very easily be built to be very combo heavy because, like, yeah. the fact that you get to reuse so many All of your, your tutors. tutors yeah, and, like, your it tutors, has the yeah. best tutors in the, in the format in these colors makes it, like, I once again leaned away from that, and and theoretically, that could be maybe what replaces the extra turn kind of version of the deck. Um, I mean, you have like some tutors, though. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. you got demonic tutor. And I you think got, you play. Oh, I have yeah. the tutors in the deck, yeah. but like now, I'm just getting like. I only have five threats in the deck, so let me get one of those. Right. Or I want this answer to this situation. So there's definitely a combo version of this deck that I think I would say build. It's just it depends on how, how punished you are in your play group for going infinite. Right. And the
2: red one is Increasing Vengeance. You've got it right there.
1: This one's sweeter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other really? one's just really good. This oh, one like yeah, yeah. does stupid things. Uh, increasing Vengeance is red, red, instant, copy target, instant, or sorcery spell you control. If Increasing Vengeance was cast from your graveyard, copy that spell twice instead. You may ah. choose new targets for that copy's flashback five so
3: this is an instant however with kess out you can only do this from on your turn otherwise you just have the ability on everyone else but forking twice more, right? for two mana yeah that's is absurd, that's yeah. absurd. Insanity. It's a one mana fork essentially. like
1: the, the the time warp and and this for seven uh, is like insane or like i just will one day why? hope i get to cast cool <laughs> expropriate why? No. Oh, yeah, expropriate
2: Spro- ex- yeah. yeah, expropriate, fork it twice for two more mana. But you just have to resolve that card I mean, you, once you, you and you win, win the By the way, I've never cast expropriate and had to resolve it not one. So
1: Yeah, like, cool ultimatum seems like a night nice, Like, where, like, instead of doing it one person, <laughs> oh, I get that to do it seems the three. Nice. You're <laughs> dude, nice. Dude,
3: the mana cost of that is absurd, though. You're playing, like, five reds. Four to- reds.
1: Well, that's why I have you mana mean, geyser
3: you in the deck. Need nine right. mana total. It's
2: 6 right. EDH. You ritual twice, and yeah. you got it.
3: Tons of red. But yeah, that is pretty absurd. Uh, I mean, you just have a lot of high power spells. Even if you're just doing, yeah, a, a time warp and taking three extra turns. That's, that's pretty where, good. That's where like mana geyser or dark ritual really shine, right? Because yeah, it's like you get to do you crazy mana geyser,
2: again. and all of a sudden, you know, a card you wouldn't normally play, you have enough mana to cast a extra turn spell and fork it twice. Right. Right. You know. I do think mana again, geyser you, is. You can the... only cast one of those out of your graveyard. I know, but. It's not too hard to do. Yeah, yeah.
1: All yeah. right, you have a card in your hand, you can cast it. Yeah. I think Mana Geyser is the most underplayed ritual in Commander. It's like so good all... in Commander, just because there's so many it's players. So good. Right. I mean,
3: I remember playing in the Commander in no, Conspiracy yeah. One. Mana Geyser, source three, three red, red. Add red to your mana pool for each tapped land your opponents control. So sometimes you just get like thirty mana.
1: Yeah, which I, and and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and bad for your opponents through tapped out. That's why you have thirty of it. Yeah, that's that's bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Mana Geyser might be one of the best red Commander cards like not top 10 but I it's real it red team. ramp it's a
3: little situational but y- I mean that's a lot of power yeah I would guys. say in a lot of decks it's
2: just too like one time is just not enough but the fact that you can reuse it in this deck p- really puts it in the realm of like broken right
1: and, and yeah. I think it, what you want to do with your deck needs to have big things it wants to do yeah, like yeah. It, I have it in uh, I have a bor- bor- my red green deck is Borby Borborygmos Borborygmos thank you never going to say his name correctly I'm not even going to say my own name you've killed him with me many times and yet still can't say it is really good in that deck because you yeah. want to be able to cast him and then cast one of your return a bunch of gr- lands from your graveyard to your hand spells in the same turn and then right. you can kind of combo out you know what it's a really
2: good just general thought which is that so often the way you win in commander is like how many times in a game are you like i just need to find a point where i can cast these two things and mana geyser you don't care about the card disadvantage very often later in the game you just need to burst forward suddenly to have your chance and you lose a lot of games where you're like I just don't ever get to quite enough mana to be able to play a 7-drop, then a 4-drop or something. Right. You know, in the correct order. And Mana Geyser can kind of just do that. There you go. Yep. So, yeah, pretty interesting. I like that thought process. Um, Let's get to the other card that we Another thought we were talking about. Card. Yeah, this Secrets
3: is a, of the Dead? This is a cool card, yeah. Uh, I really like this card. By the way, we didn't talk about it, but you have a few enchantments in here as well. You've got four enchantments.
1: Yeah, and, and most of them are win conditions on game plan. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and this one is... is Every time you cast a spell with with cast you draw a card. Uh, I had this and the Burning Vengeance, which was the other one we talked about. And right. and Burning Vengeance doesn't end up doing that much though. I can imagine that getting slided into this deck eventually in the long run, just because it's cute and like it's gonna be one of those things where I'm gonna have it in play one time and just destroy every opponent with it. Even if you're just removing one very annoying utility creature,
3: like kill that Fate Stitcher, get rid of that Deathrite Shaman, get rid of the Oracle of Moldiah, Azusa. There's so many different things that this can still nail that are very powerful in Commander. Let's read the card really quick. Secrets of the Dead, two in the blue enchantment. Whenever you cast a spell from your graveyard, draw a card. So Burning Vengeance, or yeah, right. Burning Vengeance is about doing two damage to a creature or player. Secrets of the Dead just it, yeah. gets
1: you cards. One is just draw a card. The other one is shock, and, right. and uh, the most blue and red thing you can do. Uh, Drawing cards <laughs> is better than shock in yeah, Commander. Here, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I think it's better in all formats. Depends on how fast the format is. It depends on how cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, yes. if they are both, if you have draw one card for one blue or do two damage for one red, they're about equal about in equal. most formats, yeah. but not Commander, because yeah. two
2: damage is actually one damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it just it it's a thing that no one's gonna get rid of, and through the game you're just gonna get value forever. No one's gonna. It's not like it's not even like library. Not library. Um, what's the other three, two and blue enchantment that people can pay one to let you not draw cards? Mystic uh, study. Mystic study. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's. it's like legoristic study it does a lot of the things that aristic study does but people just won't pay attention to it happening right. cuz you're not reminding them every spell they cast like hey you didn't pay one hey i, I have a study hey yeah. by the way i have a ristic study hey by um, way. and so like the fact that they're just like oh but cast a spell I get a draw card and like yep. that's it's such a like a personal thing you're doing that people are just not going to like yeah. really think like oh he drew 30 cards off that. You're <laughs> getting a lot of value <laughs> off this thing too in um,
2: the long run. Uh, see i've been looking for a spot to play this card um because my mizic deck can't really run it cuz of all the x spells but
1: this
3: deck it's perfect it's Mizzix's Mastery.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It's so powerful. I'll read it again because I'm there. Three and your red for a sorcery. Exile, target card that's an instant or a sorcery from your graveyard. For each card, exile this way. Copy it, and you may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. So for four mana, you can essentially choose a Kess. You can use Kess's ability in a, in a bit of a way, but it's free.
1: Well, but free. So, like, all of those dumb... Uh, giant spells that sh- you know generally ruin people's days. Uh, you can cast for four mana, yeah. which is like an insane value on this. And then on top of that, this is a great thing to uh, increasing vengeance or uh, uh yeah yeah yeah, increasing increasing yeah double fork it yeah where yeah. you get like three of these where you get clone legion or any time extra turn effect or but like,
2: the the real thing is the overload cost oh, on this yeah. baby if yeah. you ever it's, cast this for overload you so win? it's it's five red red red, <laughs> red and you exile all the car all the instants and sorcerers from your graveyard and cast yep. them for free um i mean it's not again mana geyser yeah you can cast mana geyser from your graveyard so you could have cast it already this game you know Cast it again with Kess's ability, then use it to cast Mystic's Mastery and whatever you've got in your graveyard, instances, sorceries. You
1: just cast wreck them wreck all. I-, I will be doing those two things in one turn. <laughs> yeah, M- especially all with a minor geyser. Life. Even eight- <laughs> actually, Dark Ritual will do it as yeah. long as you got. Yeah. Uh, as long as you've got. In your hand, yeah. the yeah.
3: geyser is not hard to hit eight mana. That's like
1: Easy. on
2: the on the lower side of yeah. things, right? Right. Easy. It's, and it's all like
1: the reason it's all red is why where it's beneficial. Yeah.
2: yeah. Right. Uh, Music's mastery is going to win a lot of games in the
3: cast deck. Yeah, for sure. Here's a fun one: the creature that I didn't think about, but it actually matches the one of the six creatures theme. in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's a very recent creature. It's from Eldritch Moon. It is Docent of Perfection. You want to read it?
1: Yeah. Uh, Docent of Perfection is three blue blue insect horror. Flying, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, put a 1-1 blue human wizard creature token onto the battlefield. Then if you control three or more wizards, transform in of Perfection. Um, and then it flips uh, to final iteration. Uh, it is an Eldrazi insect. Flying, wizards you control get plus two, plus one, and have flying they become Delver of Secrets. Yeah, it's uh, flying
3: and has a text. It's not flying wizards you control. Yeah. All the wizards you control get plus, 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 and then flying.
1: Uh, and then whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, put a 1-1 one, one blue human wizard creature token on the battlefield. So, so you make three ability. twos
2: with flyers every time you make it. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, so you're it's, making... It is literally like the final form, final um, iteration of the Delver yeah, of Secrets. Yeah, it's
1: now Delver of Secrets is birthing more Delver of Secrets. Yeah. That whole thing that they did with Shadow Rainer Strahd of that like, vertical yeah. cycle yeah. eventually was definitely one of Nicol Bullis's <laughs> Hold on. They took down Being Nicol composed. conquered behind me.
2: <laughs> Nobody panicked. You, uh, hey. Yeah. Right uh, no, it was a little. I late. heard it. I heard <laughs> it happen. I knew. He worked knew it, was, it in. I mean, yeah. no, he totally said it. Yeah. I'm, That's what caused it.
1: Bolas heard us. It was like, I'm out of here. I <laughs> am the <laughs> premier Grixis cards. Don't talk about Delver in my sis presence.
2: Okay, did we make it halfway through the episode so that. In case you're listening to this in your car or, you know, not watching the video, um, a little piece of our back da- background fell down.
1: Yep, Nickel Bolas. There's a Nickel Bolas behind us. He's he, pretty much controlling what's going on here. So uh technical difficulties. We stand by. And we stand by. You know. Beep.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, we already talked about Cool Ultimatum a little bit, but let's read the card because you did reference it and uh, definitely increasing ambitioning this thing. Oh, my God. Or increasing vengencing this thing yeah. and casting or three of it
1: casting it turn just, and then having cast yeah. let you recast it again Like that's a good point I don't think I've ever lost a game that I've cast cruel ultimatum once and I can cast commander it multiple you can times or you or really? oh desiccate. totally yeah, in commander yeah. it's not nearly as powerful and then this it's deck it's a little awesome. worse because I don't have many creatures, creatures but right. uh, cruel ultimatum is blue blue black 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 red red uh, so a lot of very specific mana. Seven you mana. B- target B- opponent B- sacrifices B- a creature, B- discards three cards, then loses five life. Mm. You return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand, draw three cards, then gain five life.
3: Not many creatures coming from your graveyard to your hand in this no. deck. However, be, j- the fact that, look, you, you don't play this card in commander because you target one person, They're going, everyone goes, ha nice, they're at war. But you cast this, you burning vengeance. To, sorry, you just you, cast it again in your graveyard this thing, this Yeah, fun. you cast it again. You yeah. fork it. Drawing, drawing three
1: cards and gaining five life while having a specific person discard three cards and lose five life and sack a creature is like pretty pretty good. Pretty pretty uh, good. Yeah. yeah, it's not very nice. Why would you do such a thing? That's why nickel spell. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you, true. He's like, they're about to talk I mean, about me. The most the funniest thing about Cruel Ultimatum from a when it was in standard perspective is Cruel Automatum and Nicol Bolas Planeswalker, the first time he was printed as a planeswalker, were both printed within two sets of each other. And right. this immediately negated Nicol Bolas ever seeing real standard play. People mm. would play him, but it was more because they wanted to, and less because it was the better option, because Cruel Ultimatum cost oh. I think one less even and was just yeah. did more right now and that you wanted to do. So like Nicol Bolas was just kind of like not as good as his his ultimate as his spell yeah it's interesting i don't even think he, and he's not on he might be on the original one i can't tell if this is a promo i think this is a promo the no he's haven't. on the original he's on the original one. One? Yeah, okay. yeah yeah almost positive yeah i'll look at it while we talk about these next cards
2: all right so those are the cards in the current deck list that we're going to highlight obviously again you can look at the full deck list and the um show notes i thought it'd be fun for jimmy and i to throw our hat in the ring maybe throw out a couple cards we might consider in the deck mm-hmm. uh I was the, wrong.
3: The original card does not have Nicol Bolas. In I didn't
1: it. think it did. It has like a demon on the yeah, ground. Yeah, some kind of demon. Like yeah, it's, it's because every
3: single edition since then has had right. Except that one for, iconic card. Except with, for the dual decks version. Sarken, yeah. like with Sarkin, my, uh, my brains.
1: It's very cool of, of Nicol Bolas to give whatever Sark- to give
3: such an ultimatum. He should be like Sarkin, You're not actually a dragon, dude. Come on. He's like, but I want to fly. Okay. I'm getting 4th about it. He and, is now. and He, he was, is now. He I is. know, I know, I know. He wasn't know. then, though.
1: He has the potential to be the first five-color Planeswalker. Oh, that'd be sweet. Because he's been in all four colors other than the one. He's never been. Oh, that's true. Sark and broken, But he's now in love with the blue-white Planeswalker, so, like, bringing them together, all five.
3: By the way, we will also say that Kessler, of everyone that has ever come on the show, is by far the best person at predicting things.
1: Oh. Yeah,
2: so, that's kind of that's Kessler's thing, is like putting together is... all the pieces and predicting stuff.
1: I'm yeah. wrong too. I mean like it's really, you know, well, but if you well, throw well, enough well, stuff out there, yeah. then w- you're like Nostradamus. Right. Yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. You know, nobody remembers the stuff that's wrong they only remember the stuff um, that's
3: right. Let's talk about some cards that we thought about that aren't actually on your list. Uh we're gonna put you on yep. the hot seat and oh, you have to justify no. why they're not there.
2: <laughs> is that how we're doing it? I wasn't gonna do it in that can manner, we, we but okay.
1: Alex Kessler. Okay. Stats. No? Yep. Stats? I got that confused with the... do, 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 do,
3: do, do Cards do. that we think might not be uh, in the list. I, in the list. Uh, I would like to
1: use a lifeline. <laughs> All right. Who are you calling? <laughs> uh, I'm going to call Craig Blanchett. Uh, Craig? Does this card have effect on it? Yeah. None of, the, yeah, none of these uh, are you, infect. Know, oh. Oh. So cut it? Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's why I didn't have effect on perfect, it. Perfect. Perfect. All right. We're not
3: recommending any infect cards. All right. Number one.
1: Pyromancer's Goggles. So that one is mostly because this deck didn't have a lot of red cards in the end. Uh, I think power, I had it in the list for a long time, and then cool I, like, ultimatum. counted... them. One, just but... Increasing uh, free vengeance. Twice. But, like, this is a five-mana ramp card that, like, most of the time is just going to be a much worse ramp card. And if I... If I leaned with heavier... If I had more, more real red. effects and I had more red, I totally... It was in the deck until I like, like, counted that and I had
3: then like do it again. six right, red cards right. in right deck. So Pyromancer's red Goggles creatures. is a five-mana artifact that you can tap to add red to your mana pool. However, if it's used to cast a red instant or sorcery, you get to copy it and choose new targets for the copy. How- you copy it on both ends, right? When you cast it and then when you cast it with cast. Yes. Right. So you can yeah. copy something multiple times. However, your deck, it's like Wheel of Fortune. the um, Act doesn't even really yeah,
2: count. Cool, well, yeah.
1: cool made a Mana Geyser... Mystic's Mastery, Wheel of Fortune, Chaos War. Hold on, Mystic Mastery is
2: not. Oh, it's pretty good with. Yeah. I mean, these if cards are what... all
1: absurd. Sure, but that's five <laughs> cards. So like. Yeah, it's true. A, true, and, true. True, I'd have to draw it and one of these. It's five really cards. ten cards
2: because you can use them all twice. It's true. A good defense <laughs> and so blast
1: Act of the deck, but blast attack. You don't want to do double anything. it up. Yeah. You know. I mean, you well, can something might have? I've, I've faced ten tens before.
2: Yeah, Okay, next card.
3: Epic experiment. This card never works. That's my like. I like,
2: and maybe this is the deck. This to do is the
1: it deck you've got the rituals. It. Yes. So like, it's possible it. that yeah, this is true. the deck for it. Yeah. I like. That's why I think every put time put it in blue red decks before and then immediately cut it I, when I, I have this, it in my hand This yeah. is
2: how I feel about is mastery. They're the same deck as Epic Experiment. Like, if there's not a bunch of X spells, but there's enough spells you want one, I think you probably want the other. I think. I think. Yeah. I
1: think there's an argument that this could be the Epic Experiment deck. I do love Epic Experiment. Hey, let's read so. it. Let's read it. It's Villainous Wealth kind of ish. Yeah. X
3: blue red sorcery exile the top X cards of your library. For each instant and sorcery card with converted mana cost X or less among them, you may cast that card without paying its mana cost, then put all cards out that way that weren't cast into your graveyard. So, you are getting a lot of cards into your graveyard, which is good. I think you can actually cast this for less than you would think. Because you don't need to get a ton out of it for it
2: to be good. Right, if you get two spells it. and you mill...
1: But the, convert- the problem is the converted mana cost issue. Because the converted mana costs have to be less than right, X as well. And right. so much of this deck is, is like huge. eight. Drop spells like it very quickly. I think I can actually look. Uh, there are there's a lot of 11, three, four, and five. there is nine eight 14, drops. 20, 20 cards over five. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. So, like, if I don't cast this for seven, it's bad. If I cast it for more than I seven, I feel like it's, with the rituals,
2: right. though, it's not that hard to go ritual totally, off the mana totally. you got from the ritual, ritual the second time, then into the epic experiment. And, and if
1: I were to build this deck to be more stormy than it is, the stormy version, I think epic experiment is a, a shoe in and that's. Partly just I didn't well, want. to Well, Stormy's Stormy going to have a bunch of little. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like I think that's that's part of it. That yeah, was kind of my
2: next it. thing actually was like it seems like something like Brainstorm's like really good. Like I'm not a big Brainstorm and Commander person, but in this deck, the fact that I can use my Brainstorm twice seems really good.
1: I would have Preordain and, and Ponder before Brainstorm. Uh, really? I think Brainstorm is D-Bow, bad without ways to shuffle your deck consistently, and because mm. I mean, I I, I mean you're going to have fetch Yeah, you'll have, have fetch lands, yeah. and like it's something you could play with, but it. Prerodate and Ponder are just going to be better than Brainstorm, I feel like, in Commander. And even those, I don't know if I would play them most of the time. I have Top. I have other ones that do that more repeatably. Hmm. Um, there's definitely an argument for it because they're early game. They're easy. They're something you can cast off of they for They even out all your draws. Um, yeah. I kind of leaned more towards the tutor side versus these. I don't know. I think that it's definitely hmm. a decision you can make.
3: What about Signets? Uh,
1: we talked – I mean, I, there was a – point of the deck that there were a bunch of artifacts and I realized I just like so many of the things I was putting into it the be win conditions wanted me to cast as many spells as possible even right. re- ignoring her specific effect that getting I cut down the signets I cut down on the two mana artifacts
3: so how does the deck win
1: Uh it wins through multiple cards one of them is just casting you know well obviously taking multiple turns taking multiple turns helps Uh I don't think that ever actually wins the game you have to do something else but but you can hit him <laughs> three in the air Uh yeah yes you times. can kill one person I mean this deck will definitely benefit from late game effects where you get to the late game where other people lower so like Cool. ultimatum twice is 10 damage, that helps, but right. of Perfection is a good one. Yeah, Docent of Perfection gets there, Uh Metallurgic Summoning is the thing that can kill a person pretty quickly. Yeah, that's a good um, one. You especially have, if it's extra
2: turn, extra turn, extra turn, now all
1: these guys can attack also and they're huge. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the uh, Rise of the Dark Realms is really good. Ex- right, especially with all of your um, wipes. There, I have a bunch of like little steel effects or clone effects that are like spells that kind of can be used on opponents' things. So um, it, it, feels like here, it feels like the deck might
2: want a couple like loo- more looting effects because yeah. you have some, some wheel of fortune stuff but if you're having that many high drops you might want to be like I'm just going to dump this get a, sure. a better card I can, now i can see that being yeah. a i mean you have and... kid jace that that'll loop for you yeah. you have a few but it, it might want to i think you
1: just like more wheel effects in general uh or you know I had a faithless looting in it for a long time and then like the first version of the deck and generally when i build a new deck i want to do i want to lean in you're right you to really want to like, really make
2: sure the main thing works right what's right. going
1: on here and what do i need to make it more efficient and better at what it's doing and that Looting effects are definitely one of these. More rituals, I think, we brought here. I mean, the problem with rituals is the more rituals you add, the more you want it to be stormy. Be big stuff. And I do have one, so I have uh, the cannon. Which is not—it's not called a cannon. It's a Aetherworks Reservoir. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, <laughs> that is a. That's cannon like the one course. storm card. That's the one storm card in the deck, and right. and because just sometimes you're going to cast a few spells and gain life incidentally, which is fine. And then also just generally in Commander,
3: there's a way to kill somebody. A way to I get mean, get you. if you're yeah. taking like, oh, like you. five extra turns in a row, you may be able to get there with Etherflux Reservoir. Just sort of like you like make sh- you get your hand perfect, and then boom, you cast ten
1: uh, spells. Yeah, in I think the turn. I have enough rituals in the deck, and another other things that kind of just will like build up to itself. Like technically, Soul Ring is a ritual. Right. Uh, right, you know, it's a gr- better than a ritual. Well, not technically. Well, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, okay, not literally, <laughs> but like it does what a ritual does. The turn right. You cast right. It. it right. it makes one mana. for one, one mana, you make two mana. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's like one of the win conditions. So there's like, a few different ways of going about it. It definitely wants to take advantage of other people stumbling though, uh, and then there's just profane commands ex unite like, just the once I make a bunch of mana with either the Rituals or I have guys you know, are, the, the Cabal Coffers uh, or combo. combo, right. uh, those are just the late-game, easy way to kind of just be like, everyone loses 10 life. I have 40 life now. Fork it twice. Get it? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think this deck is weak to, like, very early aggression before totally. you're able to really set up. But at a certain point, I feel like you could with something like this with the right kind of rampant with these rituals you could kind of take over the game by turn six or seven.
1: And it is why I have six board wipes plus the tutors to find those board wipes plus another five targeted spot removal. Like mm-hmm. I want I lean generally towards more kill things kill them dead effects. Um, have answers. Effects. And like I literally went over because I have a, a Geist deck that's probably my premier deck which I mentioned on this cast before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, You're all foil. Geist I deck. went through it yesterday and I was like oh I think I have three too many board wipes and I think I'm at 14 of them. <laughs> so like, wow. you need to take a step back and like, well, the thing I've been noticing with it is often I'm just like, oh, I'm just killing everything and not doing anything. So it, right. it, j- this deck could lean towards that. That's my natural tendency is the do more controlly things and less winning. Uh, uh-huh. and it definitely might need some more thorough win conditions.
2: All right. Cool, uh, cool. Before we wrap up here, let us... I, I have a question. Like, where do you think a good version of this deck falls power level-wise? I mean, you know, it's probably not up there with the Zers and the, like, top, top tier stuff. I mean, that's what I'm assuming. The user, I, it's the, I think
1: it's just under that, if not there. Uh, like, You think it could be I tier it, one? I think it could be tier one. I, and, like, obviously I'm named after it, so it, or it's named after me, depending on who came first. <laughs> um. Well, <laughs> if that's the only criteria, then clearly <laughs> no, no, yeah. you're named uh, after it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, it... um. Snapcast Mage is really good. Yeah, the fact that I can tutor, I can van, uh, Demonic Tutor twice in a turn. Yeah. is an insane yeah. effect. Like yeah, the, there's a version of this deck that just has every tutor and then combo pieces to find with it, yeah. and then ways to protect those things. That and Grixis is the best colors to do that in. I think like, the fact that any ritual is two rituals. Yeah, like there's like there's a
2: there's a version with rituals and tutors. Yep. Yeah. That means I can f- I have a ton of mana f- super early that I shouldn't have, and I can use that mana to tutor for the pieces and play it right now. Right, yeah, I
1: th- it's very powerful. Yeah. I, I, it might not be that high. I think it has it has target problems. Like it, it is a big target on its face, um, which is why when you look at the creature thing, Torrential Gearhulk, Snapcaster Mage, Jace, Friend, Podergy are all in the deck because they at least let you kind of do a little bit of what she's doing. Um, well, also,
2: you're gonna want to be, be like in positions often. I think where you're like, man, she only lets me play one card per turn out of my graveyard. I want two of those. Right, right, My Well, right. Snappy lets me play another one, or blah blah. blah.
1: And you can kind of use her as a Snapcaster mage. Yeah, you can cast her on turn six and yeah. get a 2 mana spell. You can yeah. cast her on turn 10 and, as the first time and get a 6 mana spell if you hit your land drops. So right. like there's there's arguments that she's just kind of snapcaster mage the commander at a bare minimum and which is pretty good. Minus which flash. is really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's the repeatable factor of it. I think she's really high. And Grixis is like it's something that commander has kind of been missing I think there hasn't been a low converted mana cost generically good grixis commander Marchesa. classically so many of them but even Marchesa has like you want to be She's not top tier though. You no. want a game plan with Marchesa yeah. too. Right right. Like the, there's she leans you in a direction you could just play this as just the commander in your good grixis deck that just has the tutors some ritual like some good yeah. spells
2: You're, you only you actually don't need 43 instances in cuz right. she can only give you one per turn. Like, you, could yeah, you can play 20. This is totally me leaning yeah. into like I mean, I, mean I think this is the right way to build it but I'm saying she's still going to be good in sort of a
1: good stuff right. and yeah. like there, there will be versions of this that are just like I cast demonic tutor twice this turn and I get my combo I win yeah. and like yeah. and I have all of the rest of my spells are protection for that and yeah. you can't do anything because I get it twice right and I'm excited to build the yeah. cycling version of this deck yeah that's going to be what, all, all be
2: cycler be instance and sorceries and then I'm just cycling through and then recasting the good ones for their effect out of the graveyard because I put them there for cycling and y-
1: I just like the idea of And you have a lot of good, really good cycling trigger cards now between all the Mm -hmm. sets.
2: Um, Oh, true. Good point. Your Archfiend of Ifnirs and your Drakehaven. Drakehaven. Drakehaven seems really sweet. The sad
1: part is you don't get the, the white one, which is like... The, it's the best one, but is in the worst colors for making Cycling Commander decks. Right. So, like, it's just, I don't think it'll, which is fine. It, maybe that it's, hey, like, two power. I build a five-color
2: cast deck. That's, oh, that's not, not that's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, eh, it doesn't feel like that would work, but, all right, it's don't like get excited, get Let me think about it before yeah. I commit to doing that. That's yeah, true, 15 it's 15 Cycle point. Lands. If you are thinking about <laughs> building
3: this deck, though, make sure you go to cardkingdom.com slash commandzone. That's going to be the best place to pre-order and order all of this the new product deck. right here. And to get this Wizard deck... It's got some awesome cards in here. I'll just say that much. So, you definitely want to check it out. And, you know, if you're interested in building casts, cardkingdom.com slash command zone. Build me. Make it. I challenge you. Get there. Build it. (laughs) And then,
2: once you build it, what you're going to want to do can you hand me the wizard one? Yes. So, so I got the right one here. What you're going to want to do is buy the cool matching deck box and the cool matching, oh, that's not a thing, the cool matching sleeves. Yeah, and then you can also buy the cool matching play mat. I'll buy Ultra Pro. I'll stick with the Eclipse. So, Thanks. yeah, that's a really good point. Although these are sort of the Eclipse technology, even Yeah. there. So they oh, they, they actually, started doing that. That's yeah, awesome. they're glossy back. So I'm not going to lie and say that the shuffle feel is as good. The Eclipse has that really awesome shuffle feel. These the ones, mat. yeah, these ones are glossy, so they they'll they'll be a little more sticky. But they do last way longer. The yeah. old Ultra Pro like sleeves used to like sort of, you know, they'd catch and they'd rip. Early. Right. These last a lot longer. So I've been more happy with. Sort of, their sriracha sleeves are
1: the are the ones that I really like. Of the new commanders, what ones? I mean, like I know obviously mine's this one, but which one are you guys most excited to uh, to build?
3: Um, I
1: really like Markov. I think
3: Edgar is one of the best uh, uh commanders I've ever seen. His
1: art is amazing. Yeah, it's he's really like great. in the chair and it looks all gothic. I'm like, I mean, I'll probably
3: build Ramos too.
2: I okay. think Ramos because it's five color is pro- I'm probably there with Jimmy. Yeah, I'm also pretty excited about that Marisil, which is the. Um, Oh, yeah, the, the cage counter guy. Yeah, so, and it gets the activated abilities of other things, which mm-hmm. activated abilities is, like, my favorite thing in magic, so no surprise there. Um, <laughs> so that's probably, uh, the wizard deck in general, and again, no surprise, because it's the tricky one. Right. You know. yeah, tricky are wizards, wizards
1: tricky? Is that a thing that classically they're known t- for being? Is well, that something I, I that really don't I know. Are they? <laughs> that seems. Do they arrive exactly when they're meant to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wizard is never late.
3: Well, to the <laughs> listeners, let us know who you are excited to build around and also what you thought of Kessler's build of Kess,
1: Dissident Mage. How would you build her instead? Please, please yell at me on Twitter. I like being yelled at. How do they how find you to I yell was. at you on Twitter? Uh, I am at Kess Wiley, so K-E-S-S, like the card, Wiley, W-Y-L-I-E. Because yeah, you're Wiley like, like a wizard. Was. Yeah, it's also my middle name. Uh, and Kess right. is my last name. Well, the well Kessler, yeah. Oh, yeah. We call him Kessler, but his real
2: name's Alex. We'll probably start referring <laughs> to him as Kess Kylie. now.
1: There's a surprising amount of people that just call me Kess. All my college friends call me Kess. A chunk of family, not family members, because they're real li- they have the same. They last have the name. same name. That one. would It'd be, be weird. weird. Someone, <laughs> hey, some Kess, people call huh? my sister Kess <laughs> and me Kess, and it's it's not okay. It's really confusing. But now, just me. I claim it. I'm the only one that plays Magic, and so there we yeah, go. Yeah, it's true. I very, very, very true. Take that. Other Kesslers calling you out. <laughs> All you right, know. now it's time for the end step, where we talk about something cool
2: outside the world of Magic. Kessler, we always let – I'm sorry. Kess, we always <laughs> let <laughs> our guests pick something cool. What's something cool outside of Magic that uh, you know, you're having fun with or you
1: think is cool or you want to share with the audience? So I recently did this, like – I don't know. There was a Facebook post of list your top five things of things and whatever. Right. And, and one of for them was every, like, like top five things. Period. I like was thinking like what are my five? Magic's up there. Uh, Star Wars is up there. Uh, but I magic's really... up there. I said magic first, right? No, no, I don't. Just, oh, it's I smart. know. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a podcast about any of the other things on the list, do you? I would have like thirty other people didn't have Star Wars. Po- like thousands of people have thousands, Star Wars. Thousands. Yeah. Not actually, thirty. But the reason for me to be special. Star, in the Star
2: Wars. Wars Kessler is the biggest Star Wars fan I know, and I know a yes.
1: lot of Star Wars fans. So. Yeah, That's stressful. <laughs> you better it keep me. it up, man. I know. Yeah. know. Okay. okay. Uh, but uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, and it's a series I just kind of finished doing the Not first run through. Not the movie. The movie Never is the movie. my least favorite thing ever created. It's uh, <laughs> um, a different list and, <laughs> Different <laughs> list And then uh, And then I am just started Literally two days ago Because I just finished My I think 10th rewatch Of the original series mm-hmm. uh, Watching The Legend of Korra Which is their sequel series mm-hmm. uh, Which is Higher production value I don't The uh, characters are not As enjoyable But uh, They it, also didn't know They were going to
3: have More than one season So the first yeah. season Is, is kind of like Three seasons jammed into one
1: and, and the one thing With that first season And it's something that I hate And it's actually my biggest Like I love Marvel movies But it's my biggest Complaint with them Is they kill the villain off and spoilers you don't get Uh, you don't get Darth Vader that way yeah you like like you have this habit if the villain dies every turn you don't that's one of the reasons I loved the new Spider-Man was that they let that villain survive and that means that and he was great spoiler well, yeah, sorry, spoilers. Spoilers for everything we're talking about. Marvel um, rarely kills people, though. No, every villain's died in every movie, other than him no, and Loki. Loki's still, yeah. Every yeah. single villain and Loki has... And Loki's the only good villain. They, they, they
3: all have the chance to come back, though, in this... I, I don't know. That's just my opinion.
1: Superheroes come back... I like. That's the problem with villains in Marvel, though. And That's right. my thesis statement on that. But we're getting back to Avatar last year. It's gorgeous, and it the characters are so good, and I the agree. story arc in the first series is so amazing. If you haven't watched it, uh, the first five episodes have the lowest budget, and it and they, like, feel the most young of the series. So yeah. when I've gone people into it, that's always the first barrier. You just got to get them through those you first yep. five. And yeah. they're only 23 minutes long. Just watch the first long.
3: season, at the very least. I think it's, it's one of yeah. my favorite anime shows of all time. Um, so
1: the, the last season is maybe one of the most beautiful. It's not anime. But uh, we can I talk about it. animated. That. Okay, Sorry. Cool. <laughs> Trust me. I know the difference. Uh, <laughs> it is one of the most beautiful. The finale in that show, one of the big fights at the very end, is one of the most beautiful things I think I've ever seen. And it, like, ended around Dark Knight. And I, like, had a serious conversation when I watched the finale, what was better, and I think the season finale, the three part episode, is better than the Dark
3: Knight. I would put Avatar over Dark Knight without even blinking.
2: Yeah, wait, the Dark Knight, the movie? Yeah, yeah, well, it's not even that good. No, right. if you take Heath Ledger out of that movie, that movie's not well, even yeah, that it's good.
1: A, it's a mediocre Batman yeah. movie. With I mean, Heath Ledger's right. awesome, yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, I've been like, I think He's he, carrying that movie on Heath his Ledger back. Heath Ledger in that yeah. movie might be one of the best performances in the history of acting, but wow. the movie itself around him is fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's
2: a whole nother conversation. Yeah,
1: we've gone through Marvel, DC, and Avatar The Last Airbender in one conversation. But you're going to
2: like our our next segment. Oh, Oh, yeah, this is a really good segment. Because this is probably your favorite segment on, well, you never watched the show, but if you did, (laughs) this would be your favorite segment on the whole show, because this is the part where we recommend that you should listen or watch our sister podcast, mostly listen because they don't do as much YouTube anymore. And our sister podcast is The Masters
1: of Modern. And where can you find it? On Collected.Company.
2: And <laughs> what is the
1: Twitter account that they might want to follow if they want to check out the Masters of Modern Podcast? At the Cast. Though, I actually recommend go to the Facebook group. Uh, so we had a Facebook page for a long time, and pages are terrible. Uh, but Facebook- wait, wait.
3: We have a page. It's not terrible. It's well, a great it,
1: place for people to gather and get
3: news updates. Yeah, it's p- not a pages good discussion, are great. Pa- however.
1: Yes. Pages are good for forward-facing Functionality, right. But groups are better for community building right. and our group that we launched three months ago is already at like 700 followers and like is going, up, is going great and people are talking Humble about modern right. all the time there and if you want to get into modern or you just want to talk about magic in general it's a great place to go. So yeah. find the Masters of Modern Facebook group. Yes. The official Masters of Modern Facebook group is what it's called.
3: We're thinking about it as well for the command zone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ben Bateman, Alex Kessler, they break down everything modern. They do awesome deck techs. They talk about PPTQs. They talk about Pro Tour results. Yeah. It's great.
1: We do modern content. We set reviews. They talk and about the,
3: yeah. They talk about this thing called superior burning cocoa, which I'm pretty sure I still have no idea what it is. Uh, yeah, it's when you find heat out, up your way
1: hot chocolate to too yeah. much, it burns your tongue have, first. It's better than all yeah. other hot cocoa, but it's oh, hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it will burn The heat yeah. of it is superior. Is what it, it is. is right. You'll never know because your taste buds are burnt.
3: Okay, so make sure you check them out <laughs> at the MM Cast or uh, at Collected Our editor for the show is Terry Robertson. Big thanks. Jump in there. Sorry. Yeah, I way to
2: go, Terry. Woo, yeah, Terry. deal with
3: all three. these cameras. Three cameras. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer for the Living Cards animations, which are at the beginning and end of every one of our shows at Living Cards MTG. Make sure you go to YouTube.com slash The Command Zone Podcast to watch those videos. They're worth it, I swear.
1: All right. Kes, thank you for being on our show. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. And we will <laughs> see you next time. Peace. Woo!